0: Welcome to the family with
1: Ellie Nick, Alex Rampernard Rasmussen, co host
2: Catherine Brandt,
0: and Andy Rampernard. And we'll be right back. Another great guest coming up this hour, right after this, with the family. Tom here for my friends at Walzer Automotive Group with some exciting news. Walzer's rolling out Walzer Care on new and most used cars they sell in Minnesota. Well, Walzer Care is a powertrain warranty with coverage for 10 years or 150,000 miles. Powertrain coverage is like major medical coverage for your car. This song is very
3: quiet. No one there. Knows what it's like
0: <laughs> the there you go. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, Hour 2. Great guests coming up uh, later on this hour. Last year was a tough one for the retail industry, and 2020 isn't looking much better. The owner of greeting card and stationery chain Papyrus says that after Herculean efforts to make its stores fit today's retail environment, it is calling it quits, mm. closing all 254 of its stores Fourteen hundred people will lose their jobs. That's, That's terrible. Why? Why don't people buy greeting cards anymore? Well,
2: it's not only greeting cards. They do a lot of like uh, gift wrap, and they do you know notebooks and uh, thank you cards. People just don't write, and they don't, and people don't. Well, and people think that paper products are bad for the environment. That you're deforesting oh, the universe.
4: Well, me and Nancy have a thing with, with cards because you you get them and you just throw them away.
3: Yeah. I, I mean, you keep them for
4: two days, three days, and then they go in the trash can.
3: I got, so, I've got cards saved from... Oh, I used to save them all, but it got ridiculous. Ago. yeah so. <laughs> I do wonder, like, in 40 years, well, I'm going to have so many they're cards. They're not
2: designed to save for the rest of time. It's just, it's a nice... But it's, it's, they're five a, bucks. Yeah.
3: <laughs> They, <laughs> they
4: are they oh, are yeah
2: like yes dan tom
4: the card's five bucks today
2: yeah dan's entire family
1: Whoa. we just
4: agreed to stop giving each other cards we're and like so did we, we. we
1: read it and it's like oh cool and then we just
0: really, yeah, it's five
4: bucks thrown in the trash so we just decided to stop buying cards
0: all right my, well, my, well, my theory is about my childhood
3: like you know if you look at like how cool it is to find something like a a card from, like, you know, 1940, 1950. Yeah, yeah. That was different. If I save them... Well, I suppose it depends on the card. If there's nothing really written in it, then I guess... why don't
4: you make somebody your handmade card, then that, you know, puts some effort into it. I
3: I suppose it depends on how much is written in it. Because, you know, if someone wrote a bunch in it, then you come back in 60 years, and it, you know, it's like a time capsule. Like,
4: my mom, she sends me two cards. Like, my birthday was last couple Mm -hmm. weeks ago. My mom sends me two cards... One from her and my father, and then one from just her.
0: Huh. <laughs> there you that go. Seems excessive. No,
4: that, that's what my mom does. That's she, such a mom. And she, and she no, does yeah. it. She does like, it for Christmas. She does it for my birthday. She does it for Easter. It's a card from her from us.
2: Because it's a personal reach out to yeah. the other human being. Yes. It's to connect with the other person. Yeah. That's what that's what they're for. Yeah, but she always it's, it's not just You know, like, oh, it's just something else to throw in the trash. It's an actual, somebody had to go to the store, buy a card with you in mind, put it in an, you know, write something, address it, put a stamp on it, bring it to the post office, and mail it to you. It's like, it's an effort rather than just a quick little text message. It's clearly more personal.
4: Oh, my mom doesn't text. I'm sure she doesn't. Well,
2: exactly. So this is her way of reaching out to you.
0: Yeah, but this is funny. She sends
4: me two cards. (laughs) <laughs> one from her and my no, dad, and then one from just her.
0: I think that's very nice. Actually, yeah, I, I do too. Very nice. Yeah, so do I. So my prediction, my prediction from ten years ago, and then again five years ago, that eventually digital will cost us millions of job in America, jobs in America is coming true. Because given the opportunity to be lazy, humans will always choose lazy.
3: Well, but there's this is in terrible. any point in history, you could have made that argument, though. I mean, it's like you know. What about all the jobs of, you know, blacksmiths because they
0: invented the – They should have to, shut uh, down automobiles. Yeah. I think what you
4: should go take some video of really nice, a really nice retail place, like something that's really mm-hmm. – and works. Mm-hmm. And put it away and give it to your grandkids for when they're in their 30s and say, open something like this up. Because that by then they'll all be gone, yeah. and and retail will come back because people are going to want that experience to walk into a building and see stuff they can buy and oh, get,
3: get two hundred years. I we're going to so. have like a Renaissance fair, but it's like people going to a fake mall and pretending to I be think, like nineteen eighty. I think retail, <laughs> exactly.
4: I think retail exactly. will make a comeback in like a hundred years.
3: It might. I hope so.
2: Well, it's interesting because have you been hearing about the Silicon Prairie? Sure no. Okay. Well, a lot of a lot of tech companies are moving to Alabama. Oh, Apparently, yeah, Minneapolis yeah. is getting a lot of tech companies. Really? Um, not only Austin, Texas, which they've been getting a lot Des Moines, for a long Iowa. time, but uh, Nashville, Des Moines is huge. Des Moines. That's growing like crazy. Yes. Uh Fargo, I guess, is seeing a little bit of it. Um, it's cheap. Yeah. Well, it's it's because. Nobody wants to move to San Francisco. If San Francisco, is start. Yep. the projections are people are leaving. They're just going to leave. Listen, it's too expensive. It's too dirty. It's too disgusting. The politicians are ruining the city. People are just leaving. They don't even want to live there. They Nancy, don't even care if they're making a lot of money.
4: Nancy just had a photo shoot in Silicon Valley, and she she went online for a hotel. She stayed. The cheapest hotel she could find was $640 a night. Jesus. Oh, my Christ. Christ. It was, She said it was the biggest dump you've ever... Seen sure. in your life. Oh, God. Yeah,
2: that's called probably a wasn't as big as of a dump as what we used <laughs> the,
4: the to. But the name brand hotels were like fifteen hundred a night. Yep. Yeah. Fifteen
0: hundred a night.
4: Yes. Any hotel. Look oh, Go on Priceline and look for a hotel yeah. in, in the Silicon Valley. Yeah, that's bubbles, what they are.
3: Bubbles don't. They're not sustainable. Hyper. No. Nope. Hyper localized hyperinflation is basically what it is. And it's a yeah. recipe for a massive collapse. But, you
4: know, she was like a block from Apple and a block from Google and a block from, you know, all the big ones. And yeah. that's what it cost there.
3: Yeah, but okay, there's I have a certain a question point for you guys. where not even Apple and Google can afford to pay, you know, 90% income and property tax. You know, there's just like, so eventually the free money runs out no matter what.
0: I have a question for you guys. Uh, I just saw something that's rather terrifying, to tell you the truth. Goody. Um, Maxine Waters? Your mom and I went... <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, that's one of them. Oh, God, what a lunatic that woman is. <laughs> We're going to bury everyone. I love the fact that her district is South Central, and she lives in, like, Bel Air. But
4: she's, scar- <laughs> she's scary,
0: though, man. Oh, she is scary, yeah. She scares me. <clears throat> okay, so I'm sitting here, and yesterday, Catherine and I... Went to Edwin Watts and bought new golf clubs because, you know, I'm of a different age. I can't hit very stiff golf clubs anymore. I can, but not well. So I had to get a new set of golf clubs. And, you know, Catherine, you should get a new set of golf clubs, right? I did not talk about it uh, on the air. I didn't do anything. I'm sitting here, and there is an ad for one, two, three, four, five, six different sets of golf clubs on my screen right now. Of course. I never even talked about it. I've never seen that before in my life. But you
4: did talk about it. You know what that
0: means?
2: It means that they know what your credit card is.
0: That's exactly right. They know oh, what I bought on my credit card. That's
2: creepy. Mm, that
0: is not good news, ladies and gentlemen. Digital <laughs> is going to kill this universe. I'm telling you. How dare you sell my information like that? They all do it. I mean, how though. else could they have gotten it? They
4: all do it. Oh, but if you, if you did mention it like to Catherine Homer in your car your phone was near you, Oh, yeah it does pick it up because and me and Nancy tested it we we did a test. We test. put both our cell phones on the kitchen table and we picked the, we, before we did it we, we didn't have any phones near us and we picked a topic out of the, that was we would never talk about and we talked about a and the next day, the next day <laughs> both of our phones were pounded with ads for a it's
0: it's just terrible what uh, that's they, they, so they, you're right listening. It was our phone that did it. Yeah, they're listening to yeah. you. They turn your mic on and listen to you. Oh
2: god. I know they oh, do. They listen to you. Yeah.
0: How is that legal? It is.
2: For how about we just all go free money? Yeah,
0: free money. Send me free, free money. Free
2: money. There law you go. and order. We want law and order.
0: There you have it. Uh I, I seriously and the in the ad will not go away. It's just sitting there. Yep,
2: yeah,
4: it's cuz they listen Life. they These turn the microphones. They turn the mic on your phone on and listen. Oh
0: God, I why? Leave me alone. Leave us the, alone.
4: the way they make it legal is no humans actually listening to you. It's bots and they pick up keywords and yeah, they, they hear yep. a golf call. Bam bam. If you talked about tennis rackets tonight on your kitchen table with your phones in front of you, you'll get tennis rackets tomorrow. It's just the way it is.
0: I want you to know something. If you just if tennis rackets show up right now, I'm gonna blame it on you. <laughs> it's your fault. <laughs> Your fault all the way, ladies and gentlemen. I I, I find that terrifying. That it's I can't even buy a set of golf clubs. Look at this, Catherine. I moved it up, and now it's at the top. Oh
2: my God! What company it, is
0: that? Uh, Worldwide Golf Shops. Worldwide
2: Golf Shops.
0: Yeah. So I tried to I tried to go away from the page. So instead of being in the middle of the page, it's at the top of my page now. <laughs> God. Jeez, That's it's amazing. terrible digital is going to destroy us. I think it
4: already has.
0: Well, maybe it already has. Yeah, you're right about that. Uh, Alex and Andy, you're of the age... Do you have a lot of friends your age that that have depression or at least a lot of anxiety? Andy doesn't have a lot of friends. (laughs) <laughs> oh my God! Oh, why he has one friend? I I have that's one. not mean. you know what
4: I was thinking how about is this. That
1: mean? No, I was, he doesn't I was he has th- one friend. Why I, is that bad?
0: Hear me. I said this you're yesterday.
4: Mean. I don't. I don't really have any friends either. I don't understand at why my, that's mean. He has a age, friend. I don't
3: have any many yeah, friends but, either. Yeah, why would it be bad? He has
4: one great friend. <laughs> I think. It's, he...
3: I think it's good. I I prefer it. That's how I've always been. One maybe two friends. My whole life. Even when I was a little kid. I don't know. It's less stress.
4: Yeah, I, don't I have a, I
1: have a lot of friends. And I have a few friends that are on medication for depression or anxiety. And I also have a few friends that need to be that know that they <laughs> do like a lot of breath work and meditation and stuff like that to help with their anxiety. It's the only
2: way, man. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It would work. That for me would a Unbelievable.
2: Yeah, You have never even tried it.
4: No, it's just, it's uh, You
2: can't just. I've no pull idea yet. Yeah, You've no idea All that
4: witchcraft stuff, I don't know. Witchcraft. It, it,
2: breathing. Breathing is <laughs> witchcraft. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mm.
4: Breathing is witchcraft.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
4: All right. All that wicked stuff. Wiccan. That's oh.
1: oh, it's not Wiccan. Yeah, Wiccan what? I'm not like burning my hair and chanting. <laughs> have sage
4: going on Oh, I have sage all the
1: time. That's not Wiccan though. It's just no. Fawn loves son. Fawn loves burning, like different. Like she'll be like, "Can we smudge my room?" I'm like, "Absolutely."
0: Oh God. <laughs> Yeah, you're unbelievable. <laughs> Whose daughter are you? That's what I have I want no to know. idea
1: where I came from. Honestly, <laughs> I sometimes I no like, I think she's my daughter.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, I Oh. I started this all out with essential oils. Years, ago. you
0: did. It's all True, your yeah. fault. True. Yeah, it
2: started. Yeah, <laughs> started with jug. your arm's broken here. Rub some lavender on it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then I just ran with all of it. <laughs>
0: yep. Yeah. I, well, there you go. Now I have a question for you I, because this came up just now. What is that little blue light next to the earpiece on your phone? Because mine's always on now. It's probably is that? you
3: have a text yeah, message, a you have an email. Yeah, it's an it alert. It depends on the... Mine's an alert. Yeah. depends on the phone. That's it's, all? It's just yeah. a notification. It's an alert to breathe. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's to, an do alert. to do some
0: witchcraft. An alert to do some witchcraft.
3: Witchcraft, I say. Witchcraft. Usually it's something like a push notification or a text. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: What's a push notification? Like an app is telling you yeah. Message on Facebook or exactly. Twitter or something like that. The email I email not I'm yeah.
0: not on Facebook I know, Twitter. but for but some reason
2: just... you do get some notifications that I don't
0: know why you I get, a lot, them. You get, I get a lot of them, yeah. Well, if if you update,
3: to... available update. Uh, if you press on them in the notification bar, you'll get the option to turn them off. I turn most of my push notifications off. Now, you, off you can away.
4: go to your settings and turn your microphone off.
0: You can. Oh, yeah, you, you can? can? Mm-hmm. Yes, you can. Well, I don't need a microphone. Why would I need a microphone? Well, microphone. if you only
2: want to talk ha- to
4: Siri.
1: Well, you can, t- you no can turn it on to, like, only use when...
4: Yeah. Like, command. You can,
3: yeah. You something. can deny use of the microphone to everything I, but certain apps. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, newer versions of Android, you have to specifically tell an app that it can use the mic because what,
4: or it what can't. The, the what the mic they're turning on is actually your your video camera mic it's not your where you talk in your phone it's the microphone right, for your right. camera so yeah, they all get yeah. access to your camera
0: oh god could they just leave me alone how about that why don't you have to give them permission to do that me
4: we talked about going back to flip phones
0: I love flip phones. Yeah, just they get fit rid in my pocket it. much better. Yeah, just get rid of the smartphone. Yeah, I think it's time. I think you might be right about that. I think it's time to do that. I literally now, Catherine, now look. What? Now there are two ads on the same page.
2: Golf, 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 More golf, and more
0: golf, 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 golf keeps appearing <laughs> on my screen. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I'm going to keep talking about golf so soon my entire screen will be nothing a, but golf club. free golf and it trips? Will it, free will. Golf trip. <laughs> it will be. Free golf It will. It's it's just it's more and more and more golf clubs. Now it's one, two, three.
2: It it is it's ridiculous. I remember doing this years (laughs) ago on Facebook. You would just type something and an ad would appear right next to it. Oh
0: yeah. For whatever it
2: was, it didn't matter. If you said pickles, Uh, there would be an ad for pickles. It was unbelievable.
0: I like deli pickles from (laughs) two J's. That's all I know. That's all I have to tell you uh so in any case we need to take a break here we will be back in just a couple of minutes we have a very special guest coming up in about a half hour not not even a half hour oh they said we could
2: call him early if we want him longer because he's got a heart out
0: yeah we'll
3: call him at the beginning Uh, of the second or the third segment
0: yeah but it'll be a little earlier we we teed it up so it'll be a little earlier so Mm -hmm. that's good we'll be right back with the family I have never liked you, by the way. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience? Member FDIC, an equal housing lender.
4: Thanks, friend.
0: And you are? <laughs> real nice. Chuck Nablack <laughs> <laughs> Chuck Knobla. <laughs> 2020 never looks so good. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With 2020 upon us, it's time to ditch the contacts and pitch the glasses. Take it from me. It's one of the best things you can do for yourself in the new year. in 2020 and let 2020 be your best year yet with Lasik at Whiting Clinic. Lasik results may vary. Talk to your Whiting Clinic doctor about your individual outcome potential. We're back in the saddle again. <laughs> I thought I would do. It.
1: Songs.
0: Great. Yeah, not a problem. I'm not worried about it. There it goes. Yeah, I don't think you want to use uh, Pink Floyd as, as bumper music, because they do that all the time. Yeah, really?
4: we're very slow ends.
0: Slow ends, man, that's all I know. Um, this might not mean much to... Well, I think Andy and Alex are old enough that it might mean <laughs> something, but Monty Python star mourned his complete renaissance. Comedian Terry Jones has died at 77 years old. You, Andy and Alex, you remember watching Monty Python when you were kids?
1: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I, I thought they were among the funniest people ever born. I, I just, every Sunday, I, I talked about this morning on the, on the morning show that when I was working at KNOX in Grand Forks, North Dakota, I would drive the 330 miles or whatever it is to Minneapolis every Friday. We would watch Monty Python, which had just come on Channel 2 at that time. It had just started, and I would leave after that, uh, that ended, and I would get home at about 5 o'clock on Monday morning. Because I was working nights back then. But I drove about 660 miles a weekend just to watch Monty Python with my brothers. Isn't that amazing?
2: Uh, It's really amazing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, I wanted to share. I love them so much I wanted to share them with my family. That's Ah. what I'm trying to say
2: here. Oh, oh, okay. What
0: would you think I meant?
2: I don't know. Just wanted to escape North Dakota?
0: Well, oh, that's kind (laughs) of negative, you know.
2: Well, you didn't really like it up there, did you?
0: Uh, It was interesting. Well, the problem that I had with Grand Forks, and the people were were fine. That was not a problem at all. The problem that I did have is I moved right out of North Minneapolis and went to Grand Forks, North Dakota. I was only 19 years or 18 years old or something like that. And I could not understand one word anyone was saying. (laughs) It was, I mean, it was terrible.
2: And the wind was a howling.
0: So now I'm talking to the guy downstairs who told me to come over and talk to you about the, Like, what the hell are these people <laughs> You're saying? You're
2: like, freaky dicky man.
0: Freaky dicky, it's unbelievable, man. I can't <laughs> say <that> goddamn word. <laughs> um, I remember, I'll tell you a joke, and I didn't laugh, and the guy got really pissed off at me. Because I didn't laugh, because I didn't understand what he said. So you want to hear the joke? Sure. So, I got a joke for you, Tom. You want to hear my joke? I said, yeah, I'd love to hear your joke. Okay, so what did the Quaker say to the guy who wanted to date his daughter? I said, I don't know. What did the Quaker say to the guy who wanted to date his daughter? Fuck D. I said, what? Fuck D. You know? I said, what? And I realized he's trying to, D? Say, uh, I'm trying to say i trying to say T H E E. Oh. See, because he was a Quaker, he'd say uh, Z instead of you. I see. But he said D. I'm like, what? Well, just, what do you mean by that?
2: That's still not funny.
0: <laughs> well, it's still not funny.
2: It's still not true. funny,
0: so but I, there's that. I I really had a hard time with... with
2: well, I told you my elevator story, didn't I? <laughs> what? I was When I was on jury duty at the Hennepin County um, Government Center, I was in an elevator, and a bunch of people came in, and they started asking me to press the buttons, or I said, which floor would you like to go to? And they started talking, and I'm like... So, are you guys, are you all from um, uh, Sweden or, or Norway or? something? And they're like, "No, we're from the Iron Range."
0: Well, there <laughs> you go. Oh, <laughs> there are you from I, the Iron Range? Along. I had
2: no idea what they were saying. No, either. no idea. No,
0: no you're. That's exactly right.
2: <laughs> I think up it was there. So up, funny. I think up yeah. there
4: is really muddier than North Dakota.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Accent. It's pretty heavy. No, the accent is, is. is, heavy. Oh, the accent is, very, is very heavy. Angry. Angry. Yeah.
2: yeah. It's very
0: heavy. I remember playing a bit of audio, and we kept the actual word itself, but there was a a sheriff up in the Iron Range, and I can't remember the crime or whatever, but he was asked a a question, and the answer to the question was negative. So they asked the question, and the sheriff goes, no. (laughs) 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 My God. No had about 15 O's by the end and 15 O's. But yeah, I know Grand Forks was nice it was a lot of fun because it was a college town you No, know, Victor Treadwell and Gail were, were my roommates up there it was interesting living in Grand Forks North Dakota with two black people because
2: they were the only black people there
0: they, no they are there's an air there's a, a air big base. college. There are UND's up there the Air Force Base is up there right.
2: oh but back in those days they
0: were oh, it was very unusual for a white guy to live with black people. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I was thinking it was really, really unusual. And the great thing about it is, <laughs> is Victor, my roommate, and then Gail was his sister. Uh and she won Miss Something. She won won a beauty pageant, I remember, back that was back in nineteen seventy, seventy one, something like that. Somewhere in there. But in when we were in the apartment, he would call me the big N, but he said, you know, you can call me that, too. I don't care. But you can't do it outside the house. I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. No. <laughs> I'm covered. <laughs> but really good people. I, I, I really enjoyed that time up there. No, the people in Grand Forks were very, very nice. They were. But maybe they weren't being nice. I just couldn't understand them. Maybe they were being <laughs> pricks, and I just didn't know it. The possibility. No, I did. I had a really nice time. Uh, no, I was not I was only there about six months. But, yeah, you uh, weren't there long. You know. The comedy world is mourning a genius. Terry Jones of the Monty Python comedy troupe died yesterday oh, at 77 years old. I know, it's terrible. Oh, he's the guy, you know, he's the guy. Mr. Creosote. Oh. <laughs> Every oh. second, Mr. Creosote. Jeez. I know, and that's sad. One of the greatest lines ever. Oh, it was oh. just a very short line, but he, Mr. Creosote weighed about 500 pounds. And he goes into a restaurant, oh, God. and they give him a menu. I and mean, He's just gigantic, right? They hand him a menu. He looks at the menu, page 2, page 3, page 4, page 5, puts it down. He goes, I'll have the lot. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted everything on the menu. <laughs> and remember what happened to him after he ate all of that food off the menu?
2: No, I don't remember. Anyone? Mm-mm.
0: Uh, the server said, "Would you like a mint?" And he goes, no. "No, I don't want a mint. I'm full. I don't want a mint." He goes, "It's wefer thin." Wafer thin. <laughs> thin. And he gives him the mint. He puts it in his mouth, and he explodes. <laughs>
2: Well, I that's love right. Monty
0: Python. Remember that he exploded. Yes,
2: you and John Hines. Oh <laughs> my oh, God! God yeah. When they got together, all <laughs> they did was quote Monty Python.
0: That's oh, very right. true. It was
2: really fun hanging out with you too. Oh
0: well, what the hell. Um, <laughs> Family described as a long, extremely brave, but always good-humored battle with a rare form of dementia. The Welshman, who died at his home in London, had been diagnosed with front- frontotemporal dementia in 2016, per the BBC. With Eric Idlejohn, Cleese, Michael Palin, Graham Chapman, and Terry Gilliam, from Minnesota, by the way. Jones formed Monty Python's Flying Circus, whose anarchic uh, humor helped revolutionize British comedy. Jones appeared in the Troop's TV series in the 1975's The Holy Grail, 1979. can't believe that was 1975. That's a long time ago. Oh, no. oh, my God. Uh, Life of Brian in 1983's The Meaning of Life, three films for which he received directorial credits. He was also the author of children's books for The Guardian. His work with Monty Python, his books, films, television programs, poems, and other work will live on forever. Oh. I will, I, I. you know, first of all, Graham Chapman died a long time ago. He died of AIDS, I think. Did he? he? I don't I th- know. I think he did, yeah. So it was back in that era, back in the early to mid-80s, he died. I think, he, I think he's been dead for like 35 years already. 1989. So 89 he died, oh, wow. okay. So yeah, it was... Does it say what he died of? Uh, let's
3: see. He did not die of AIDS. He died of... Oh, he didn't? Cancer of the tonsil.
0: What? Cancer of the tonsil? Why
4: wouldn't they take him no. out? Here?
0: They Weird. did Why didn't they just take but it out? It was too late. It, it
3: probably metastasized uh, yeah, or probably something. Probably
0: did. Because yeah, I know it was reported for a long time that he died of AIDS, but he didn't,
3: huh? Doesn't look like it. No. I don't know. John,
4: Cl- I actually... John, he, John Cleese is in that movie, uh, uh, Bombshell. Oh yeah. oh yeah. And you yeah. can't it, at first you didn't recognize him because he's he aged a lot and got heavy, but he he was oh yeah, he did it. get
0: heavy yeah. yeah. Oh, he's another one that's just phenomenal. That whole troupe, I just I will never forget it. And Terry Jones, we will miss you, man. You made me laugh like there was no tomorrow. was not it nice? So back in the seventies, basically, in the early eighties. Let's say we'll go from 75 to 83 during the the run of their... Because the TV show, I think, started in the late 60s, in like 67 or 68, I think. And it came to America, I believe, in like 79 or 69 or 70, something like that. But they were around for a long, long time. But uh, that run that they had on television and in the movies and all the rest of it, I laughed and laughed. I mean, it was just brilliant stuff.
4: Was was he in Pink Panther?
0: Uh, I don't Monty think Python's so. Pink think Panther. <clears throat> oh! Oh! Did they do a Pink Panther? I didn't know that. What, what do you mean, Monty Python's Pink Panther? I think Monty What's Python, that? the movie. They did. What? Uh, yeah. Well, let's see.
3: I don't know. I don't Carol know about Cleveland, that. Carol Cleveland, which was one of the Monty oh, I Python. love Carol Cleveland. She was in Return of the Pink Panther.
4: Yeah, Return of the Pink Panther. That's it. Return of the Pink Panther.
3: Yeah. But she was in it, but they weren't, right? Uh, no, it was Peter Sellers, Christopher Plummer, Catherine Schell and it was Herbiclong.
4: very Muddy Python though. It was, oh, was yeah, t- yeah,
0: yes, it was. Director
4: and producer must have been for Muddy Python because it was well, maybe, yeah, maybe it, it was, was Terry right Jones. Up Python
0: Carol Cleveland was a beautiful young woman. One of the first <laughs> episodes ever was in when John Cleese was playing the vicar. You remember that episode? Yeah, I actually do. Remember, oh, we forced God. the
2: kids into watching them. <laughs>
3: And they actually thought they were funny. Yep. They, you, you guys
2: both laughed. Yeah.
3: yeah, we did. Yeah, that was God. That has to have been like almost 20 years ago. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Oh yeah.
2: We used to make you watch all those old movies. Mm-hmm. You would go, man, I don't want to watch something that old. But then you'd like them.
4: Yeah. Well, make... you like
2: the Pink Panthers. Didn't yeah, it, the yeah. Pink Panthers funny. Yeah. yeah.
4: Return of the Pink Panthers really good. There's one line. The guy walks up. He has a dog, and the guy goes, "Hey, does your dog bite?" And he's. Err. No, does your dog bite? And the guy like. <laughs> No, and and this dog just attacks the crap out of guy. And he's like, I thought you said your dog has a bite. He goes, it doesn't. That's not my dog.
0: (laughs) (laughs) See, now, Uh, now you're talking.
2: What's the one where the inspector kept stepping on a rake?
0: Oh, God, that was oh, funny. Oh, my
2: God. Every time he got nailed with
4: the <laughs>
0: face with the rake,
2: it
4: was just...
0: <laughs> On the beach. And the
2: face that he would make... Na- oh what was
4: good about it was so such funny. simple comedy that it, that it, 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 yes, it holds the yes. test of time. It, it's, it just yeah. does. I watched that dog scene today, yep. I still crack up. It's just funny. <laughs>
0: Oh, any of that stuff—you you just laugh and laugh and laugh. It was one. Look, I could watch that scene where where there's the sword fight with the black knight who's guarding the castle. He lobs off his arms and both his legs. He's laying there on the ground, limbless. <laughs> Come back and fight, you coward! <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that stuff was great. So, a sad thing to report to you, but yes. Terry Jones has died That's at only seventy-seven bad. years old. Dementia since uh, 2016, so the last four years probably were not wonderful. No. What causes frontotemporal dementia, Andy? Do you know? It's still one of those we don't know kind of things. Oh, is it? Yeah. I suppose it's true, but uh, what are you going to do? Um, oh, L.A., i got to pass along something I mentioned it on the show yesterday, and I mentioned it on the morning show today. <laughs> do you hear what Brits are calling Meghan Markle? No. Oh, God, it's funny. I guess every time Meghan Markle now, since they wanted to leave the royal family, every time Meghan Markle talks, all the Brits go, yeah, okay, Yoko. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Isn't that just great?
2: It is funny.
0: I'll I mean, that's see, very I want to see how this whole okay, thing plays
4: Yoko.
2: out. Oh, they're going to make yeah. tons of money. They're oh, going to go yeah. to Hollywood. and. Oh,
4: yeah, they're definitely going to be a Hollywood couple.
2: Oh yeah, yep. and that's what's going to happen. She yep. wants. She wanted to be an actress. She didn't. She her career was kind of stalling, and I think yeah. that this is her. No,
4: big won't stall no more. Chance. Well,
0: no. I hope they can get by on that forty million that they're worth. I, <laughs> I don't know. Be- man,
2: yeah. I don't think it's enough. I don't know in L.A. in California. <laughs> yeah, that's
0: true. Maybe it's not enough money.
2: They certainly won't become <laughs> citizens because they, they'll have to. They could buy a house.
0: Yeah, for $40 million. Yeah,
2: yeah, not even a big one.
0: Not <laughs> even a good one. <laughs> That's probably true. Did you guys hear the story about this woman that was parading around the house, topless in front of her stepkids?
2: Oh, really? Uh,
0: yeah.
2: How is that in the news?
0: The Utah woman, because she was arrested. The Utah woman charged with lewd conduct of her three stepchildren saw her topless tried to have her case dismissed, and the state's topless ban tossed. But this week, a judge rejected that challenge. Tilly Buchanan's lawyers argued it's discriminatory for women to be barred from going topless when men are allowed to, and they noted that in Buchanan's case, her husband also was topless but wasn't charged.
3: Yeah. So, Double standard. Some so men
4: should you. be charged. Yeah, honestly?
3: <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. I'd be yeah, 100 okay with a topless ban for men.
0: Well, I it want to understand. In it your completely. own house? Okay, so by that thinking, we only have 30 seconds before the break, and we have a guest after that. Mm-hmm. By that thinking, they don't want women to show their breasts because they're more prominent and bigger than men's breasts, right?
2: Generally, yes. Generally.
0: So why is it not okay for women to go bottomless? Because all it is is pubic hair that you can see. So why isn't that okay?
4: But all of it Good is point. only in this country. Okay. Every other country has different rules.
0: Yeah, they do. That's very, true. You can walk true.
4: around topless all you want in most of your...
0: I suppose that's true. We will take a break. Be right back with a special guest right after this. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry this 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Start the new year looking great and feel even better by losing 20 to 40 pounds with help from my friends at Ultimate, powered by Nutrimost. It's Tom, and I'm thrilled to let you know that for a very limited time, you'll receive 20 to 30% off all programs with Ultimate's New Year's Resolution Sale. Do what I did and let Dan and Neil Sheehy and the staff at Ultimate help you change your relationship with food forever. With the help of Ultimate, I lost 41 pounds and another 42 pounds in each of my two 40-day programs. Debbie P. from Manoka lost 31 pounds in 43 days. Cheryl S. of Webster lost 36 pounds in 43 days. And Ron D. from Lakeville lost 57 pounds in just 43 days. Live your healthiest life starting today. Schedule an immediate consultation and receive 20 to 30% off all programs for a limited time. Call Ultimate, powered by Nutrimost, 763
4: 333
0: 7337. 763 333 7337. Give me gear. I'll wear yours. <laughs> they give it to me. Ba, 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 ba. Here we go. Um, we could call Jocko early if you want. We tried. Yeah, <laughs> Oh, they said to call him early if you wanted him longer. So they he didn't lied answer. to
3: us. I'm going to try calling him again. At, I'll try calling him again at 1240. Maybe that'll work. Yeah, okay,
0: 1240, 12:41. Well, yeah, go 1241 because that's only two minutes from now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, he, you know, he's, he maybe is thinking we'd call him at like 42 or 43. So, you know, we can go a little longer with this segment. I'm not worried about that. We got all our duties done other than the last segment here. So it'll all work out in the end, don't you think?
4: Mm-hmm. Never know.
0: Uh, they tried to get home, but he didn't answer. But know. but he probably wouldn't answer for a few more minutes. We're, well, gonna, well, tr- he... we're gonna try him again.
2: Yeah, well, he's probably on another call.
0: He might be on another call. One never knows. We'll uh, like I said, all we ever do is deliver around here. You know what I mean? It's true. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Um, I I just we've noticed some stuff lately, and I I just kind of wonder why they do this. Uh, on television and newspaper websites they put they put headlines in these things and the headlines are a flat out lie they do all and the I time and i do know the people who yeah they do all the time and i do know the people that um, that write the headlines are not the same people who wrote the article there are headline writers oh so why is it that we have to put up with with your lies when, are people ever going to be, have their feet held to the fire because all they do is lie? Well, is I that, said that ever even going to be possible? The
4: media is the enemy of the people because they make up these headlines to get clickbait. So you click on it to read the story. The story is the opposite of the headline.
2: <laughs> well, this is the movement that needs to start happening. Everybody has to stop clicking on inflammatory head, headlines. Yeah, you're right. if, if everybody just stops doing that, then That's they'll stop doing it. If they're not making money on it, they're not going to do it.
0: Yeah, I don't think there's any question about that. So, um, you know, I, I just, I, I try to read things. on. And again, I don't pre-read stories ever on, on this show or the morning show. Unless I get to a story that I already read on the morning show that I think would be germane to, to this show. But, so I read stuff. I've never seen it before. So I read this and I like, well, that's not true at all. Tom,
4: it's gotten so you know, bad that even the weather is sensationalized.
0: Oh yeah! I know.
4: <laughs> that's how bad it is now. Like, oh my God, we're getting the blizzard of the decade. Yeah. And nothing happens. It's just. All,
0: yeah, it was like four inches of snow. I think. It's all for ratings, man. It is indeed, ladies and gentlemen. Well, how um, do we
2: change people's mindset I mean, did to not you, Did you see the guy? There, there was a guy who
4: was actually down in Florida, and there was a weatherman, and he's all trying to fight the wind, barely standing up. And then these two guys come strolling by in the background. Did you ever see that footage? Yes. That's what what the news does. It's all fake.
0: I have a question for you, Mr. Uh, L.A. Nick. Uh, you ever been to McKinney Row? Of course. The restaurant? Of course. They closed, you know.
4: I did not know that.
0: Yep, they closed. A three-year run for McKinney Row has come to an end with the Minnesota Vikings season over. The restaurant neighboring U.S. Bank Stadium closed this past weekend, according to a mournful email sent to employees by owner Dermot Cowley. It breaks my heart to have to send out this email, Cowley wrote. As many of you know, it's been a struggle for the past three years to generate enough nighttime business to keep the restaurant going. Uh, McKinney Row had a tumultuous couple of years as it tried to find its footing in the burgeoning neighborhood. The restaurant would fill up on game days, but a regular nighttime crowd never materialized. Last February, uh, Cowley transformed it from a high-end bistro-style spot to an Irish pub. People in the neighborhood thought we were too fancy or too expensive, the remake was supposed to model McKinney Row and the success of its Irish pub sister restaurant in Excelsior, Jake O'Connor's. Incidentally, that restaurant closed last summer.
4: And somebody lost a lot of money because you know how much that build-out was? No. A lot. It was a ridiculous amount. It was like $6 million build-out.
0: It's gorgeous.
4: Why? Big money build-out.
2: So- so they, well, they, where are they located exactly? In, in right
0: the, by US Bank Stadium.
4: In the Wells Fargo building, the new Wells Fargo towers right across from. Right across.
0: Yeah. Right in front of right Mike's old condo.
4: Right, right is in that of this, where... the armory is.
2: Is that where we're having evening troubles?
4: Nope, not oh, at all. Yeah,
0: no, not, not oh. at all there? So really? Not, not really. The not really. Okay. Um, I just, once again, ladies and gentlemen, and, and if you think the $15 minimum wage didn't enter into this, you're wrong. They can't afford to pay that much money to people, you know. I think an average, well, maybe a, a little above average restaurant at any time has about forty to forty-five employees on site. Really? That many? Yeah,
2: you got. The okay, kitchen. so you
0: figure out what this hour just cost you, right? Yeah. I mean, you're you're paying out with with 42 employees. let's just go 40 employees around it okay so you're paying out six hundred dollars an hour Jude. just for and that's just for the you know the the cooks the servers the bus people and all the rest of it um six hundred dollars an hour is a lot of money why can't
2: okay so let's say i want to open up a restaurant tomorrow why don't i just say we're not going to have tips there are no tips. You you all have That's wages. What have to you do. have wages, and That's if anybody leaves a tip, you may not take the tip because we're going to take the tip and uh, we're going to uh, put it into your wages. Well, people they have yeah.
4: the places have tried that in Minneapolis, and guess what? What? <clears throat> Nobody would work there. Mm.
3: Tipping is. <laughs> actually Nobody would like, work there. Yeah, no. People complain <laughs> about tipping, but tipped uh, positions get a lot of semi-tax-free money. It's very, uh, it's it's um, it's something you want. You I, want actually, I
4: actually did a story on McKinney Row, and it, 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 when it opened up, it, it was. Oh, a you nice, did really? Yeah, I did a story on McKinney Row, and it's it's a nice, it was a nice place and great oh, food. Oh, gorgeous! And, but the problem is when you go downtown is, people don't realize downtown just an average drink for the cheapest place you're gonna find so about eleven ten fifty to eleven fifty. Really? Because they have to pay their taxes. To, they have a hospitality tax down there to pay for the stadium, and it, so it tax yeah. on. Oh, the that's lot, right. It yeah. taxed on. Plus, all these places are paying crazy money in rent. You don't understand what the rent is in the in downtown. It's crazy.
0: Oh, it is. A little
4: pub's paying like thirty grand a month just to rent the building.
0: Isn't that a, I, It's just. Oh my God! It's unbelievable. I do want to mention this, ladies and gentlemen, Shakopee Tribe elects Vice Chairman to replace Retiring Chairman Charles Vig. These two men became my very good friends back in the day, God, what, 15, 20 years ago, whatever. Back when everybody else, when all these community leaders were in my face telling me they were going to end my career and they were going to ruin my life and you're over and you're done. Uh, Charles Vig, who was the chairman at the time of the Meadowakanton Sioux and Keith, who was the vice chairman called me to their uh, office, and I came in and they said, okay, we need to straighten this whole situation out. You don't need to do that. They could not have been nicer people to me. Keith Anderson gave me a gift that day. It was a, uh, you know, a Metawocket Sioux. Well, I don't really want to describe what it is. It's very special to me. I still have it, and I always will have it. These two men took a huge chance by supporting me and saying, you're, you know, we like you, you're a good guy. What those two guys did for me, I will never forget, but Keith Anderson's now been elected. Charles Vig, we will see him uh, in uh, in Key West, and Andy and Alex. I, I don't think... You guys have never met Charlie and, and Keith, have you? No. I don't think no. so. No. You are going to love him. Charlie, Charlie Vig is one of the greatest guys ever. Keith Anderson will be going down there because we're moving into your neighborhood down there, so we'll go down and have dinner. It'll be wonderful. But it's... Um, It's a situation where uh, I just wanted to announce that Keith B. Anderson was elected chairman of the Shakopee, Matawakadon, Sioux community on Tuesday, replacing Charles Vig, who is retiring after eight years leading the tribe. Uh, Anderson will be the 10th leader of the community, which has 4,400 acres of land. Have you guys been down to Mystic Lake recently? No. I have not, no. The roads they have put in there are it's like driving through a palace.
4: <laughs> well, they're, of... they're building a lot a, of money down they're there. They're adding on the Mystic Lake.
0: Yeah, they are. Their convention center is going to be as big as the one downtown, apparently. Yep. Uh, they have done a good job with the dough down there. And uh, I just, like I said, these two guys did something for me that nobody else would that Not one white person ever stepped forward, but two Native American guys stepped up and said, this is wrong. This can't. They didn't even know me. I had never met them, didn't know them. They both stepped up and said, what's happened to you is wrong. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't have said some of the stuff you said, but this is no reason to ruin someone's life. So maybe... I'm thinking maybe the far left and the far right could talk to Charlie and Keith and get their head out of their ass and treat people well.
4: Good luck that with be that. Nice? Good luck with that.
0: <laughs> Good luck with that. But yeah, I just wanted to mention that quickly because uh Keith's a great guy. He's very into the spirituality of it all, which is real Alex, you would love to sit and talk to Keith sometime about the spirituality of Witchcraft. the Metawakatan tribe. <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh! Listen to you, witchcraft.
0: Yeah, calm down with your witchcraft. But well, just settle down, brother. Um, so basically, oh, so we, uh, we don't have our our guest?
3: No, he never answered.
4: Actually, I let okay, to we'll say vo- voodoo stuff. That's what voodoo. voodoo stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm
0: a voodoo child, Lord. I'm a voodoo child. God, this is this is. Once again, I'm looking at the stories for today and the, the nice announcement that. Uh, Keith has been <laughs> elected chairman of the Shakopee, Medawakan, and Sioux community. But after that, oh, Delta rolls out safer pet carriers, Catherine.
2: Nice. You see that?
0: Mm. Hoping more passengers will put animals in cargo. What if they have a, a safe trip? You'd do that with Judy, wouldn't that you? That
2: is so true because we, we y- y- there are so many horror stories about Yeah. What happens with your dog down in cargo? Because they've got a lot of regulations. If you're going to ship your dog in a crate in cargo, and you can't fit him underneath the seat, and it's not a service dog, there's you can't bring the dog if it's below a certain amount. Uh, the temperatures, I don't know. Right. I don't know what right. the cutoff is because they, the the dog could sit out on the tarmac for an hour. Or longer right, before it's right. loaded, and then I guess it's cold down there in the cargo. There's no heat. No. Oh, my gosh. I checked yeah. Birch. Yeah. I checked Birch once
1: and cried the entire
2: flight. I, like, wore sunglasses and cried the entire I flight. I couldn't
1: do it. I did it one time. I couldn't do it.
2: Well, it was I don't horrible. understand why they don't have, like, a, you know, a, a live animal transport for people yeah. that are transporting their dogs. I mean... People, I'd pay move and they bring their dogs and they bring their cats and I they need to
1: do that. Yeah, I would have paid like a hundred dollars to have him. Like, oh, he's in a heated thing and uh, we're making too, sure he has a handler or something like I'm that. I'm sure they you know? crunch
0: the numbers and it wouldn't be lucrative enough to do. Ugh. I just don't like that, well, you know? I tell you what, Delta and CarePod promise to offer its customers, dogs, and cats the safest ride possible in cargo through a number of features. The CarePod's walls are thicker and the door is triple locked. It's got ventilation holes in it, but there is no way for the animal to bite through it. Said Debbie Edgerton, that "Delta spokeswoman, the spill-proof water bowl can hold up to a liter of water, and the crate's walls are made from non-toxic UV antibacterial-treated materials. Pet owners can view their animal's location through updates on their smartphones, mm. while Delta's cargo center digital tracks the pet's journey. As the only airline to offer this premium pet travel solution, I wonder how much it's going to cost, though. Yeah. As soon as they use the word premium, I'm when like, did they say when
2: they say that this is going to be available,
0: um, or is this just a concept?" Delta Airlines is now offering a new deluxe animal crate that can be tracked like luggage. So they offer it now. Well, hey. I
2: wonder if they still have the problem of leaving the dog on the tarmac in the heat or the
0: cold. No, oh, no, I don't think they do that anymore with this. I don't know. They don't say how much it costs? I don't. At least I haven't seen so far how much it costs. Oh, that's,
2: but, uh, I actually, I think that that's great because oh. a lot of people want to travel with their dogs, and it causes a lot of stress. That's one of the reasons why I end up driving.
0: Yeah, all we'll over do, the we'll, place. Do, we'll do this from now on. Although I just found the price for it.
2: <laughs> what five thousand dollars?
0: Eight hundred.
2: What? Eight hundred? Oh my gosh! That's <laughs> pretty high. <hard. laughs> what? That is very what
1: high. Eight
0: hundred dollars. It's, like,
1: it's like I would love to bring Birch down to Florida. He would love it. They'd be outside. And May is so small. I could put her in a little thing and Carry she'd be own. fine. Yeah, but like Birch is yeah. big. And so I can't bring him on the plane unless he's a service animal, which I don't need. And so... Could he act like a service animal? I was going to say I could fake it, for but sure, could, could because act, I was could, could diagnosed with it? an anxiety disorder. Oh, Birch is like the See? calmest dog on so the can, planet. So he can pull off. He
4: absolutely could.
1: But it's just like, you, can you buy know, I don't want to... It's not the vest. You need a note from your doctor.
4: No. You need a lot of things
1: now. You need a
2: lot of things. Yeah, you need a
1: lot of things. i so many people were faking, yeah. mm-hmm. but it's like I can't yeah. bring because it's just impossible.
0: Your mom and dad are screwed. Care Pods are available for flights between the eight launch airports, Atlanta, Boston, Los Angeles, New York, both JFK and LaGuardia, San Francisco, Minneapolis-St. Paul, and West Palm Beach.
1: Wow. (laughs) Oh, really? Weird. That's (laughs) convenient.
0: Why? We're about to spend eight hundred dollars well, to fly to home. That's more
1: expensive than a first class ticket it to is. some places. I know it is.
0: <laughs> yeah. But you know what? That's great news because then you can travel and not have to worry about all that other stuff. It's it, a wonderful thing.
1: If it were less expensive, I would sign Birch up for it in an sure. instant because sure. he would love to well, go to Florida. What will? Well, yeah.
2: I'm guessing if it's popular and people, or or, or people price won't will pay down. the price, people maybe in, it'll price come down. Come down. down.
0: All right, that's going to do it, ladies and gentlemen. I, I want to add one thing. Whenever we get a guest from now on that has special demands, <laughs> blow them off. Because every time they have special demands, they, they F show it up. up. Well,
2: how hard out is it a special demand. That's well, just a schedule. Well, dear. then call
0: earlier so you can have them longer. So we called earlier. wasn't there. Yep.
2: Oh well.
0: So kiss my sister's these, black ass. These things happen. Ass. That's oh, all okay.
2: Doing. Okay. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Zen Oh wait is Zen Is being Zen is, 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 is trying to make, Have Zen Is that witchcraft
3: is that Yes Witchcraft L.A. Oh, voodoo craft man. Fonders, Peace Voodoo baby Oh my god Or thaumaturgy ah, okay. Something something is
0: Alright <laughs> we'll talk to you to tomorrow
2: <laughs> No we're not
0: Eventually Eventually we will <laughs> We'll talk to you tomorrow With the family <laughs>